This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, welcome everyone. We continue in the Dafa Shavuot Masech Chagiga Tazvav Amel Beis. So we're talking about how Acher went to thirteen different Batikinesios, and each time he went to a child, and the child said a pasuk, which basically indicated that he was doomed, and there was no chance for him to turn around. Turn around, especially the the real clincher was the pasuk that he heard. Vila Rasha, Amar Elokim Malacha Lasaper Chukai, which sounded like Vila Alisha, Amar Elokim Malacha Lasaper Chukai. Okay. So the Gemara says on um, the third to last narrow line, Kinach Nafshe Da'acher, when Acher passed away, Amri, they said. In the heavens, we're not going to judge him in Gehenna, and he won't go to Gan Eden. He's not going to be punished in Gehenna, because he was Isaac in Tyre. And the Gemara says on that the fire does not rule over people who learn Torah. Since he learned Torah, he, he's, not, he's impervious to the fires of Gehenna. So where did you go? Um, he can't come to the world to come. He sinned, and we learned uh, earlier that his merits were erased. So where does he go? He's in no man's land. He's in, uh, you know, Switzerland. He has nowhere to go. He can't go. He can't go. To, he's not going to go to the bad place, the hot place, because he has protection. He can't go to the good place. He doesn't have real merit. Amar Rav Meir. So Rav Meir, his student, said, "This is not good. He's better off going to the hot place, getting rid of his sins, and then." freeing himself up to be rewarded. Mutav de ladaine, it's better that he should be judged, and come to the world to come. Um, so Rav Meir said, when will I die? And I'll bring up smoke from his cover, indicating he's going to Gehenna. When I die, I'm going to pull him into Gehenna, let him burn a little bit, and then he'll go to Ganeiden. And sure enough, Kinach Nafshid Rameir, Rameir died, Salik Kutra Mikivre, a pillar of smoke, rose up from his kever, the Acher. Now, he's still burning, he still has not entered Ganeiden. Rabbi Yechran said, years, years, years later, because Rameir was a Talmud Rabbi Akiva, and Rabbi Yechran was an Amaira. So, Amar Rabbi Yechran, Rabbi Yechran said, Gort Gevorta, is it a feat? Lameik al Rabbi to burn your Rebbe? Meaning, okay, very nice, you put him in Gehenemi, but you, you gotta get him into the good place. Chad hava benana. There was one among us, we cannot save him. What does this mean? Rashi says, top line, Chad hava benana, Talmud echad hai benino. There's a student among us, Venechshal, and he stumbled, Vyatsal Tabas Ra, and he went, uh, it's a bad company. We're not able to bring him to the world to come. So, if I would take him beyond by hand, who would stop me? I mean, if I schlep him into Gan Eden, no one's stopping me. I'm Rabbi Yochanan. Rashi says, If I grab him by hand, to bring him to the world to come, who's going to take him away? See, so hear the story? Basically, when uh, Acher died, they decided that he can't go to Gehenna and he can't go to Gan Eden. He can't go to Gehenna because uh, he learned Tyra, so he's, uh, he's impervious to Gehenna. But he can't go to Gan Eden because he doesn't have Zchusim. So Rav Meir said, this is not good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to 
I feel he should go to Gehenim to be able to go to Gan Eden. So, Rameir said, when I die, I'm going to send him to Gehenim. And when Rameir died, smoke came out of the Kever of Acher. But he still did not go to Gan Eden yet. Until Rabbi Yochanan said, I'm going to bring him to Gan Eden. If I slap him to Gan Eden, who's going to stop me? How did he have to go to Gehenim to pull him out? Well, uh, yeah, right here. He went to Gehenim. And he had got to slap him out. So we're on the fifth wide line. Man Omar, uh, Man Maramile, Man Omar, again, Enochti Biyad, Man Maramile, Man Omar, he said, Mosai Omos, when will I die? In other words, Enochti Biyad, Man Maramile, Man, who will pull him away from me? Amar, he said, When will I die? And I will put out the flame from his kever. So in other words, uh, Rav Yochanan said, I'll finish Rameir's job. Rameir did half a job. Rameir put him in, in the hot place. He didn't bring him to the good place. I'm going to bring him to the good place. When Rav Yochanan died, The smoke Ceased from the grave of Acher. Who's going to continue smoke coming out? Yeah, it was just keep on going. Rabitzel Petterberg makes a cheshben. He was toasting for a very, 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 very long time. Now, to be in an oven on the self-clean mode, even for a few minutes, is not comfortable. And he was there for decades. Except for Shabbos. I guess, right? But if, from here we learn how great Ganeiden is, because Rabitzel Petterberg says most people would pay a lot of money most people would say, it's not worth it to get pain and then get reward. In other words, we say like this, we're going to give you all the food in the world, we just want to take this bat with rusty nails and, and you know, Smashing. smash it on your, you know. So we say, Michael the Tavis, okay, don't, I, don't, I don't want your money and I don't want the rusty bat. So you have to, a reward has to be so much greater than the, the comparable punishment for it to be worth it to go to Gehenna. We know Gehenna is worse than all the surum of Eiv that ever, he ever experienced. And yet, Gan Eden is so pleasant that it's Kedai to sit in Gehenna for decades, which doesn't even make sense. Most people, we, we say like, you know, man, how much money would a person, would a person take a million dollars to be bashed over the head and be in the hospital for a year? No, nobody would do it. Not even for a week. So, yet, yeah, it must be Gan Eden is so great that it's worth it for Acha to toast and roast in the Gehenna to be able to ultimately get, get to Gan Eden. Okay. Anyway, the smoke uh, ceased from his kever. And a certain eulogizer said uh, about, about Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan died. Even the guard of Gehenna cannot stand in the way of Rabbi Yochanan. Okay. The daughter of Acher, of Elisha ben Aviyah, came before Rabbi. She said to Rabbi, Rabbi Parnasini, support me. I have no money, I'm an Ani. Amar Allah, he said to her, Bas Miat, whose daughter are you? Amar Allah, she said to him, Bitoi shal Acherani. I'm the daughter of Acher. Amar Allah, Amar Allah, he said to her, Adain yesh mizari ba'olam. Acher still has descendants in the world? The Marsha says, the wickedness of Acher was worse than all the Risham who ever lived. Why? 
Because other Rishon didn't know God, but he knew God better than anyone knew God ever. Because he knew the mysteries of the universe, and he, had an, he was machaving to, to rebel. He says, Adayin yesh They're still descendants of this wicked man. But it says about the wicked, the wicked that there won't be a child, he won't have a child, there'll be no grandchild, there'll be no survivors in his habitations. She said to him, Come on, remember his Torah, don't remember his acts. Miyad immediately Yarda Ish, a fire emanated. Uvisikha Safsali Shall Rabbi and burnt, singed the bench of Rabbi. Bacha, Rabbi cried, Ba Amar Rabbi. Umalimizganin Bakah, if those who are disparaged by the Torah, if those who are embarrassed by the Torah, are still protected by the Torah, because the Torah is a reality that it protects you. Imagine someone who learns Torah and takes pride in Torah, how much protection it will eternally offer a person. Those who take pride in the Torah. So we see from here how important it is to take pride in the Torah. If you learn, you should take pride in it. So it will, hmm. So why is Rebbe crying? Let's... Rebbe, Rebbe feels he didn't fully appreciate how great learning is, maybe. Now that he appreciates how great it is, oy vey, he could have, maybe he felt he could have taken advantage more, maybe. Okay. For a mayor, for a mayor, how could he learn Torah from the mouth of Acher? What does a Pasuk mean? The lips of the Kayhen will guard knowledge. The Torah Yavakshu and the Torah you will seek from his mouth. Ki Malach Hashem Tzvakos, who the Rebbe is like an angel. Im Doime Harav Lamalach Hashem Tzvakos, Yavakshu Torah Mipiu. If the Rabbi, if the Rebbe is like an angel, you should learn from him. Vim Lav, but if he's not like an angel, meaning if his behavior is not proper, if he doesn't act in accordance with the the reasoning of the Torah, the midos of the Torah, al yivakshu tarmipiu. So how could Rebbe learn from Acher? Acher, he, he might have been a big scholar, but his behavior was lacking. So how could how could Rameir learn from Acher? So it's this right, this pasuk. He We learn from here the Rebbe has to have good character. But Rameir found the pasuk and he expounded the pasuk. You know the pasuk says. Ion Mishlei had Aznacha, incline your ear, Shema Chachamim, and listen to the words of the wise. Velibcha Tashis Ladaiti, but your heart should focus on my opinion. Mean Ladata never not to the opinion of the Rebbe, if he has a bad opinion. We're talking about Rashaim, Rashi says, because it says, don't follow the opinion of them, the Rebbe. We're talking about a Rebbe who's a Rasha, but even though you're not paying attention to his opinion, you're inclining your ears to learn the Torah from him. Ladaitam leinam, doesn't say to their opinion, Ela ladaiti, to my opinion. So from here we see, even though the Rebbe's deya, the actions are, are lacking, you could still learn Torah from him. Rabbi Chanina Amar Mehacha. Rabbi Chanina cited another Pasuk that, from which Rabbi Meir learned, that even if the Rebbe is uh, lacking, you can learn from him. Shimi Bas, listen, O daughter, Uri and see, Bahati Oznecha. And incline your ear, Vishikhe Amecha Ube Forget your people and the house of your father. 
lend, lend your ear, but forget about your people. Rashi says, listen to their words, but forget their actions. So bottom line is, Kashukrai Adadi, we have a contradiction. One Pasuk says, the Rebbe has to be like an angel. Another Pasuk says, ignore, ignore his actions, just listen to the Sheer. Who cares what he does? Like, There's no difficulty. Literally, if you're a Gadol, let's translate it first incorrectly, but if you're uh, over 13, then you can learn from a Rebbe whose actions are not proper. But if you're a Katan, you can't. But what this means is, if you're mature, then you have the ability to uh, filter out and say, you know, what the Rebbe is saying is Tarah Samis, but his actions uh, are improper. But if you're a Katan, you know how to do that. The Rambam in Huchaz Talmud Torah, Parag Dad Halach Aleph, writes like this, V'chein harav she'ino hoylech b'derech toiva, Afal Ain A Rebbe who's very wise, but if he doesn't go on the right path, you don't learn from him. Now the Rambam does not make any differentiations between a Gadol and a Katan. He just says straight out that you don't learn from a Rebbe who's not proper. So, I have over here, the Lecha Mishnah says that... Um, it's against our Gemara because our Gemara seems to indicate that you could learn from a Rebbe who, who's um, improper if you're a Godel. So Lecha Mishnah says, no, we're just trying to rationalize what Rameyer did, but it's not Oiskahat and Halacha. Um, okay, but this is a major subject. And I was thinking this week, the, the Wednesday night, or the Tuesday night, she had to give a share on Acher. But I have to have something a little bit more substantial, yeah. Okay, Vaiter. Kiyasa Ravdimi. When Rabdimi came, Amar, he said, Amri b'marava, they said in the West, Rameir achal tichla v'shada shichla labara. Rameir considered Acher like a date. A date, achal tichla, he ate the edible outside and he threw the pit away. So he ate the edible outside and he threw away the pit. Makes sense. Which means there was something inside Acher which wasn't good. We're going to see that, and ultimately this means even before he went off, there was a bad core. Which is why they probably. Which is why he was susceptible to go off in the first place. Which is why in the Shemayim they told him that you're not going to be accepted because there's already something in the brewing. Yeah. We're going to see, in other words, even before he really went off, there was something bad all the way on the inside. Now, Darash Rava. Maidachsev, what does the fuck mean? Alginas ego is your adity. To a nut garden I went down. Lirois be hanacha, to see the green plants of the valley. So tamichacham are like nuts. Lama nimshlu tamichachamim la egois. Why are Torah sages like nuts? Loimalach, ma egois, afapishamalachlach vatit, uvitsaya, in mashabzaka nimas, a nut, a walnut. Even if it's dirty with uh, some dirt and excrement, the inside is good because it has a shell. So to a Tamachacham, even if he goes sour, his Torah is not disgusting. Okay, now listen to this. Ashkeche Rabba Barshila Leili Yahu. Rabba Barshila found Leili Yahu Amalei. Rabba Barshila said, What is the Almighty doing? So Eliyahu said, He's saying over Torah in the, in the name of all the rabbis. But he's not saying over Torah from Rameir. God's not quoting Rameir. God's quoting 
Rabbi uh, Abramowitz and Rabbi Bernstein and Rabbi Cohen and Rabbi David and Rabbi whatever. Right? But he's not quoting Rabbi Meir. Amalei Amai. So Rabbi Barshil said, Why? So Eliyosem Mishim is called Gamar Shmaitim Punacher because he learned Torah from bad Rebbe. Amalei Amai. Wow, what's the problem? Rabbi Meir Rimoin Matzah. Rabbi Meir found a pomegranate. Toichai Achali at the inside. Kliposazarki throughout the outside. So, the outside's bad, the inside's good. So here it's the opposite of what we said, right? Because right. we said before it was like a date. So there are two stages here. The first stage, he had a bad inside. And that's why when he went off, but his outside was good. But then, when he went off, even his outside was bad. But there was something on the internal that was still redeemable. You can see he was searching. There was something in between. The core of Acher was bad. His external actions became bad, but there was still something there. His Torah. See, at the end, he was going. He went to thirteen different base measures. He was looking for something to. Is your hope? Is your chance? Right, or he was looking to. An excuse. Looking to be rationalized. Okay, so the Gemara says, Amarle. Now, so what is Rabbi Rashila saying that? In downstairs in the Bezin Shalmata, it is legitimate to say over from Rab Meir. So once they paskin this in the Bezin Shalmata, so then the Bezin Shalmala conferred. Amarle. So Elio said, Hashda ka'amar. Now they're saying, Meir Bini Oimer, my son Meir says, Bezman Sha'adam Mitztair. When a person is in pain. Shechina ma'la shanoimeras. The Shechina, what language does it say? Kalani Meiroishi. I am weak from my head. Kalani Mizroi. I am weak from my arm. When a person is in Sar, God, so to speak, says, on the Pasuk, Rashi says, Kalani Mizroi. I'm heavy. My head is heavy. My arm is heavy. Rabbi Chaim Velazhner explained this refers to God's tefillin. The Jewish people are, so to speak, God's tefillin. When Rabbi Shalom, when when a Jew is in Sar, God is connected to us. He's attached to us. He's mistabek to us. So when we're Sar, God says, Klai, so you're my tefillin. So my head hurts. My arm hurts. When when the Klai, so Sar, Hashem feels it in his arm, so to speak, in his head, because uh, we are his tefillin. Okay. So, Rameir would say, if God is pained because of the blood of the wicked, because this is learned out of the, the parsha, the pasuk of Ki it's talking about somebody who had to be killed, and God is in such pain. All the more so, all the more so for the blood of the righteous that is spilled. And the up until this this Misa, mm-hmm. then in, in Yeshiva Shalmala, they didn't hold a Benkach or Benkach because they weren't saying the Torah of Rabbeinu. Once this occurred, then they were, then they agreed to Heshita, right? Until now, they wouldn't say over his Torah. So who. So we, we, so we said we only. Mm hmm. So it was only because Rabbi Barshila convinced Eliyahu, right. like Paskind, 
that Rameir Rimoin Matza Toichai Achal Kipasai Zarak. So until then, they didn't go for Rameir Shita. They couldn't even say over anything from Rameir, right? And because of this argument of Rimoin Matza Toichai Achal Kipasai Zarak, so now we have a. We're, we stay over the Torah Meir. He's saying, and this halacha is reflective that uh, even Rasham, Hashem loves even Rasham, right? Very good. Ashkechei Shmuel, the Dak. Ashkechei Shmuel, Rabbi Huda. Shmuel found Rabbi Huda. The Tali Be'ivra Dadasha. Rabbi Huda was hanging on the, the bolt of the door, the Kabachi, and he was crying. They used to hang out by the, the bolt of the door. It's the bolt that locks the door. Amar Lei, so Shmuel said to his prized student, Rabbi Huda, Shinina, sharp one, my kabach is why are you crying? Amar Lei, mi zutra, my is it small, that which it says about the Rabbanan? What he was crying about is how easy it is, how many great Rabbanan went off uh, the straight and the narrow and were lost forever. It says about the Rabbanan in Yeshaya, Aye Soifer, where is the counter? Aye Shoika, where is the one who weighs? Aye Soifer as Hamagdalim. Where is the one who counts the towers? Aye Soifer. Where is the counter? Shahyu Soifrim. They would that's what the Pasuk says. Aye Shoikel, Aye Soifer. Aye Soifer, Aye Shoikel, Aye Soifer as Hamagdalim. That's the Pasuk. So we darshan. Aye Soifer. Where is the Counter Shahu Soifrim Kal Oisya Shabatira. They would count all the letters in the Tyra. Aye Shoika, where is the one who weighs? Shahu Shoiklin Kalan Bahamur and Shabatara. They would weigh all the Kabakhamas in the Tyra. Aye Soifer Samagdalam, Shahu Shoinin, Gimel, Mayois, Halachas, Vimigdal, Parekh Babir. They would learn three hundred halachas about the flying tower. There are many, many Pshatim. What exactly is this flying tower? Rashi here says three. Rashi and Sanhedrin says two. The Marsha says one. The Rashi says well, some say pshat migdal perech avir. It's going on a lamid. A lamid is a chaf with a vav. In the Sefer Torah, a lamid is a chaf with a vav. So that vav, the angle of the vav is. Uh, they had three hundred pshatim in that. Some say migdal haperech avir is migdal david. The migdal the the dar haflaga. The migdal the dar haflaga. Rashi then says it's a pshat. Um, it is a halacha and hilchos oyalos, a an oyal that seems to be suspended in midair. What is the halacha lagabe tamavatara? All these great rabbanim who were able to learn three hundred halachas about migdal brech vavir. Rabbi Ami said 300 inquiries. Doeg, he's the one who is the advisor of Shol who tattled on David, and Achi Teufel was one of David's associates, David's generals. They had 300 inquiries about it. Utsnana, we learned in the Mishnah that they lost their share in the world to come. Three kings. So, Rabbi Huda said, if these great Tamil Chacham who are greater than us lost their share in the world to come, Anan Alan. So what's going to be with us? They lost it all. And they were greater than us. So what hope is there for us? 
Yezahar is so powerful. Amar le'ei. So he said to him, Shinina, sharp one, Tina haisablibam. There was some filth in their hearts. They were, so to speak, predisposed to ultimately going off the path. These kings, even though they're great Tamichachamim, and you're worried, so what's going to be with us? But there was some latent um, dispensation and um, inclination toward evil. Acher Mai, what was the issue with Acher? Zemer Yivani Pasak Mipume. He did not stop singing Greek songs. Now, what's wrong with Greek songs? So Rashi learns it's not specific to Greek, but he should not have been singing because of the Chorben Habayis. Like the Pasuk says, Beshir La Yishtu Yayin. The Gemara in Gittin, Rabbi Kiveger is Mitzayin, the Gemara in Gittin, Dav Zayin, that because of the Chorben Beis Migdash, it's not appropriate, one should be uh, singing um, at, with wine. Now the Marsha asks on Rashi, but before we get to Marsha, uh, I saw a Dover Oyam Venoira that's, that's uh, gleaned from this Gemara, and that is something very frightening. If you see somebody that goes off the Darach, and you want to know what is the root of this, well, our Gemara is teaching us sometimes the root may be of somebody who did not appropriately and properly mourn the base of Mikdash. The Gemara is saying that the reason why Acher went off is because he was singing and he was not mourning properly the Chorban Beis Mikdash. The Marsha on the, asks on Rashi that how could Rashi say that the problem is that he didn't mourn the Beis Mikdash and it has nothing to do with Greek song, then it should be a matter of singing anything. Even Jewish music should be a problem. Okay, so, and therefore the Marshal says the problem was specifically with Greek because of the lyrics were uh, inappropriate. So the Gemara continues, Amru al it is said about Acher, when he stood up from the Beis HaMedrash, Harbe Sifre Minim Noishin many Sfarim of Apikarsos fell out of his lap. So th- this Rashi says um, that Acher said this even before he was mafker himself, Ra, even before he went off the Darach, he was in possession of these bad books. So Rashi says, from here we see, Tina Haisa Belibai. The Gemara continues, Shoal Nimos Hagardias Rameir, Nimos the weaver asked Rameir, Kal Amar Denachas Liyaira, all wool that goes down into the pot, Salak absorbs. What's the point of Nimos Hagardi? What was the question to Rameir? The question is, Rashi says, all wool that goes into the pad of dye absorbs from the dye. Meaning, anyone who learns before the sages, their Torah should protect them from sin. The same way anything that goes into the, any wool that goes into the pad of dye gets dyed. Anything that goes, uh, anyone who sits before the sages and learns, their Torah should protect them from sin. To which Romer responded, Amarle no, command to have a noki agavime salik. Anyone who, who the wool was clean, the wool will absorb properly. But if the wool was not clean, it will not absorb properly. If the shearing was not dirty, then the, co- then the coloring will uh, be effective. Anyone whose fear of sin precedes his wisdom, his wisdom will be successful. So the Gemara has told us a number of reasons why Acher went off the Darach. First of all, the Gemara says he was Allah, uh, he went into the Pardes. He was Nichnas the Pardes and his Kitzitz Benetiyos. And uh, the Gemara told us further, he saw Metatroin and he thought there were two Rishuyos. And the Gemara says that he was, uh, he lived with the Zaina. And uh, he proved to the Zaina that he was not 
religious by being Mechal Shabbos. So there seemed to have been a number of causes that made Achar go off the Darach. Toysus, on the Tezvav Aleph, brings uh, a number of other Sibais of what caused Achar to go off the Darach. Toysus quotes the Yushalmi that firstly, Achar, any student that he would see, he would kill. Furthermore, he would go into the Beis HaMedrash and if he would see students learning Torah, so he would tell them to go get a job and go to work. So this was another... Um, act of impropriety on behalf of Acher. And then Toysus famously quotes a question that Acher asked Rameir, that Acher asked Rameir, what does the Pasuk mean? And Rameir said that meant that if somebody has children in their youth and the children die, then they, and they have children again when they're old, so it's However, Acher says, no, this is not how Rabbi Kiva interpreted the Pasuk. And Acher said, I am evidence of the true meaning of this Pasuk. My father Avuya was from the G'dayla Yushalayim. And when I came, when the day came for my Mila, he gathered all the G'dayim of Yushalayim in one house, and he also gathered Rav and Rabbi Yeshua. And while everyone was eating and drinking, Rav and Rabbi Yeshua were engaged in Talmud Torah, and a fire descended from heaven, Kifa Oisan. This is all Tais was calling the Yushalmi. So Avuya called Abba Gavrin. He says, what's going on over here? Why do you come to destroy my house? So they said, no, we were learning from Chumash to Navi to Ksuvim, and the learning was so joyous, like the day was given on Sinai, just like the Torah on Sinai was given Be'esh, so too our Torah is as pristine as the day was given on, on Sinai, and Avuya said, in that case I dedicate my son for learning. Well, says Torah's name of the Yushalmi, because Avuya's kavana, even though he wanted his son to be a Tamachachim, was Shaloy L'Shem Shamayim, so we apply the rule, something is only good in the end if it was pure in the beginning. And since Avuya's kavanos were bad in the beginning, albeit they were kavana that his son should be a Tamil Chacham, but because it was not Lashem Shemayim, therefore the end was that he wasn't good. So Rav Chaim Shlavitz asks over here that uh, how many things caused him to go off the Darach? First of all, he was Nechnas Lepardes. Secondly, he saw Metatra and then he thought, the Gemara says that there are two Rishuyas. Thirdly, he lived with the Zaina. Fourthly, the Gemara said, Tina Haisa Belibai. Fifthly, the Gemara says that he had Sifrei Minos. So what caused him to go off the Darach? Tosus quotes further, that he saw somebody not fulfill Shiluach HaKain and nothing happened to him and somebody else who fulfilled Shiluach HaKain and he was killed. Furthermore, Tosus quotes the seventh thing that he saw the tongue of a great Torah sage was being consumed by the do- a dog and it was dripping with blood. So Reb Chaim Shmavit says all of these ingredients contributed to the uh, Acher going off the Darach. In other words, he was predisposed because Tina Haisa Belibai and he sang Zemer Yavani and therefore when he was exposed to the Pardes and when he was exposed to challenging situations, so he was already inclined Lara, and that further took him on his chosen path. But the main thing is, if something is going to be good in its conclusion, it has to start off in the purest sense. And that's how the parsha also begins, the Yikhu Li Truma, Rashi says, Li Lishmi. That despite the fact that we say, nevertheless, when you're building something of that magnitude, we apply the rule of Wishing everyone... A great day. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.